I think it was a record. I think I don't think a company has ever lost that much money in one day in terms of uh, market capitalization. Oh, really? One company? Yeah. I know it was the worst day for Facebook ever. Yeah. But in terms of capitalization, in terms of the market, lost in one day. Yeah. yeah. And his own wealth, probably. Yeah. Welcome, Brian. Did you hey. find a good parking lot? Yeah, a great parking right out front of the office. Another episode with Adi and Brian. What a week. What a crazy week. Crazy. What happened? You, you tell us, Adi. Um, I had one of my best trading week. Uh, it was a really good week, but in terms of overall in the market, it was absolutely insane. You made $8,000 on a straddle on Facebook. Today. Today. Yeah, we're recording it on Thursday. So we're recording so. this on Thursday. Facebook or Meta was down 26 percent. 26 percent, yeah. And uh, that was crazy that was, because it was the first time ever that the number of the user, active users, actually didn't go up, but also we came down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, there's only seven billion people in this planet. Eight billion. How much they can do? I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, you're getting into the, you know, what the marginal, you know, the marginal returns, or, you know, the 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 next incremental amount of users has got to be dropping off, right? So, yeah, and Facebook has had some challenges anyway. Um, you know, they've had challenges the with the with their privacy, and uh, yeah, and you mentioned that they had some issues with, with you know, their with Zuckerberg wanting control and not not being able to you know pull forward advert ads and stuff like that. So yeah, so I mean, for bearable traders, last year we spent a lot of money on Google Ads, but we never did anything on Facebook or Zuckerberg platforms because it's just so hard to convert people, to bring people, to introduce your program. When you're Instagram, when you click on the ad, it doesn't go out of the Instagram. It keeps you staying Stays Instagram. There. I mean, I was not, as, as, as an advertiser, I wasn't really a big fan of him. I mean, he had a lot of users and data, and he still has, but as an advertiser, it wasn't a really good environment. But Google is way more powerful, or YouTube way more powerful in terms of ad revenue. Yeah. So, no, there's no question he's got some issues going forward, and we'll, we'll see. You know, he's, he's pivoted, and he's gone to, you know, he's putting a lot of money and effort into the metaverse, and we'll, we'll see how that works out. I mean, it's, a, you know, bit of, probably a bit of a gamble, but, well, yeah, we'll see. I think at this point, it's just, do you trust him as a, not, not as a CEO, but kind of as an executor? Can he execute on the meta? That's all it's about. Can can he deliver? Because he's spending a lot of money. What three uh, hundred? What what was it? Some some astronaut astronomical number. Uh, three hundred twenty uh, million dollar. Uh, uh, yeah, some, they something lost three hundred twenty million yeah. dollar last quarter. On on, on Meta, I on think. Meta, yeah. yeah. The reality lab that they have. So Zuckerberg purchased um, Oculus for one billion dollar. Was it five six years ago? Something and like that. Yeah. He he had this idea for a very long time. Yeah. And uh, it was just crazy. What? Facebook, by going coming down, took the whole market down with it, especially the technology sector. A lot of companies were started setting up, like a Snap. That was a simple yeah. play. Yeah. Twitter, Thursday. Yeah, Twitter, Snap, Twitter, pins. Snap. I mean, anything related to sort of social media. Yeah. So really... means that Wall Street said, if Zuckerberg is screwed, uh, then yeah. these ones are gonna be. Well, I think yeah, the results that came out with Facebook, they just thought would you know yeah, they would be. Emulated with the other uh, companies, but uh, 
You know, getting back to, um, you know, to already in the markets, I mean, it's just been, it is, I've never seen such a volatile earnings season myself in all the years I've been trading. It's just, and, and you can tell the people, a lot of people are being take, are taken by surprise because you look at some of the moves that are making and, and the options pricing. I mean, people, they're going two, three standard deviations away from, you know, sort of measured moves that people are expecting. It's just, it's been insane. So, and lots of opportunity to make money. And look at tonight, I mean, Amazon's up, Snap came out with great numbers, it's up like 50, 60%, 60%. it's just... Pins is up, Pinterest, yeah, Pins is up, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be another crazy day tomorrow. So Snap up 60% after hours. This is the company that today was sold off because yeah. of uh, Sympathy Play, but now it's 60%. Andy, we saw this, uh, I think we saw this meme, uh, is it Apple? responsible yeah. for drop of these uh, companies and social medias yeah you know actually i kind of not not disagree but i think it's a good debate you said zuck is control freak i think apple is a control freak with their privacy setting they're costing billions of dollars so if you go to the next slide it kind of shows since the apple privacy setting uh, how much money these big tech companies have lost in terms of revenue, potential revenue. So Snap lost 20% revenue, Twitter 6%, Google a, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Pinch 8%. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, if anything, I think Apple is the control freak really building a monopoly here. I mean, it's, it's great if you're in Apple. I mean, you're close to all-time high. Everyone else is at 50 moving average, maybe they What was the privacy setting about? Do you know? Uh, because I, I don't know the details. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I don't know the details either. But um, yeah, certainly certainly they're taking a, an advantage of uh, the fact that they're big and powerful and they can, they can set policy without, you know, without worry about competition, you know. That's, uh, that's a good point that you yeah. mentioned. So they're basically adding an extra step for you as an advertiser. Uh, you have to go to the setting and allow them to share the information with you oh, with the Facebook. Yeah. So that little one-step barrier in an era where everyone... Which is completely legal. Yeah, which, which is legal. Every, everyone attention span. No one's going to go to the setting and allow. So that's going to... Uh, I mean, the accuracy of the ads are not going to be as good. It's, 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 it's a pure power play between Apple and Facebook. Very interesting, very, yeah. very interesting. So that, uh, that meme that Adi, you should put here is interesting that, you know, <laughs> Tim Cook is slowly killing everything now, he's knocking on Meta. <laughs> you know, the funny thing was the caption on this meme was, Zuck, don't answer the door. <laughs> you do not want to answer the door, Zuck. Yeah, so there's another thing, Joe Weinstall in, uh, in Twitter, who is this Adi? He's a, he's a really good guy. Yeah, he's a journalist for Bloomberg. Uh, they have a podcast called Odd Lots, uh, fa fantastic. Uh, Fantastic, so, uh, yeah. can you explain about this uh, tweet? Yeah, this article got leaked today. Apparently, this is from today's uh, so one of their meeting. Obviously, Facebook is in mayhem, and apparently Zuckerberg was wearing glasses all day today because his his eyes were so bloody. Maybe because of lack of sleep. Maybe mm. uh, crying. Uh, who knows? So he tweeted that uh, you know he made tear up because of the scratches his eye. Which, which, which is obviously uh, yeah, obviously uh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. That's crazy. I, yeah, I mean, who knows if that's true or not, right? But uh, yeah. yeah, certainly. I mean, it had to be a, it had to have been a pretty painful day for Zuckerberg to see, you know, such a massive amount of uh, value sort of leave his company, 
I think it was a record. I think I don't think a company has ever lost that much money in one day in terms of uh, market capitalization. Oh, really? One company? Yeah. I know it was the worst day for Facebook ever. Yeah. But in terms of capitalization, in terms of the market, lost in one day. Yeah. yeah. And his own wealth, probably. Yeah. You know? yeah. Two hundred and thirty billion market cap, and yeah. then thirty billion of his own wealth got wiped out. Wow. In a day. Yeah. So. Wow, well, I don't <laughs> make exactly It makes right your now. loss look good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a couple of, <laughs> couple of pennies. Like, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and I lost $25 million today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, it just goes to show you, Andrew, once a company is down, all the bad news will start leaking. Like with Peton, news yeah. after news after yeah. news was coming out. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough few few months yeah for sure uh, yeah it's not going to be something that's going to bounce back right away i think netflix was a bit of a different animal it did you know it, it did really get oversold and uh, of course you took advantage of that with your um you know with your leap play and uh, that worked out quite well so it would have been a good uh, opportunity today to get back in those leaps if you hadn't already uh, i sold them i i think we <clears throat> still have another sell-off coming yes yeah so i'm waiting but who knows maybe i'm wrong yeah yeah yeah. But the leap selling, you're looking at a longer time frame, so you know you've got to be willing to take, you know, a bit of, you know, a bit of volatility, a bit of pullback, more pullback maybe, if you're looking longer term on a trade like that. One hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Zuckerberg, uh, you know, he's he might have issues with the number growth of the users, but his platforms are free, so they can't charge even more. Yeah. But uh, Amazon, uh, he's going to increase the Prime uh, yeah. membership. Oh, really? By and, quite know, a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, that increases the revenue just per user base. You know, yeah. because Amazon probably reaches to a point that you know you can't get more users, yeah. but you can charge them. Know, jump up like you yeah. know, per user. I think I think it's from going from 119 to 137. Don't quote me, but it's something like that. So it's it's not wow. like for both new users and current members. Yeah, the yeah. new users starting from February, the the old members starting from March. So it's their known grandfather. Yeah. The older members either. Don't, so. Yeah, don't quote me exactly. That's on those literally numbers. what Warren Buffett talks about. Moat, you know, increasing one dollar yeah. when you have yeah. so many users. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah nice. but you think uh, Amazon's got to be feeling pretty confident that you know that whatever it's going to be, twenty bucks, um, something in that range. They got a feeling pretty confident that they're not going to lose a lot of uh, a lot of their uh, you know their customer base. Yeah. So. But again, you know, they're like just like Apple. They're in a bit of a, um, you know, they're they're in they're in a bit of an area where they have a competitive advantage over everyone yeah. else, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. So we do have I do have the chart of Amazon. Amazon was really beaten up in uh, in, the, in the daily chart. In the, yeah. You know, it wasn't the fifty-two week low, but really made a comeback today. And you know, just as you see, this is an after hour. And uh, if we can go to the after hour, you see, as soon as the you know the numbers came up and. Part of a lot of, uh, you know, they surprised $27 per yeah. uh, uh, earning per share, which people were expecting $3 in that yeah, range. Yeah, $4 in that $4 range, $4, yeah. $3.75, and then that's just amazing. And part of the, uh, you know, income was because they were invested in Rivian. And when Rivian went uh, public in November 2021, they, they had really massive things. And AWS grew as well, so 40% uh, increase in AWS. Yeah. Now Meta, Goldman Sachs, uh, uh, Pfizer and Best Buy actually moving to AWS, so the the, the more big companies are coming to AWS, oh, wow, which, that's is, fantastic. which is uh, definitely very important thing for hey, Amazon. I saw something on Twitter, I think it's a good discussion. Do you think Apple is at about 3 trillion, Amazon is about 1.6? 
Do you think in the next 10 years, which company is going to be more valuable? Hmm. If you want to do a leap. Yeah. Well, don't ask me. I mean, I buy TNA at $100. So. <laughs> 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 I don't know. You know, Apple's got that, you know, they've got that moat. You know, they just have such a big user base that, you know, they and they've, they've come out with some wearable stuff and there'll be, there'll certainly be more stuff. You know, there's always been the rumor about the Apple car. Um, you know, they've got a loyal sort of um, following base of, of people. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, just like Tesla, you know, if Apple came out with a car, I'm sure there'd be a ton of orders for, of people who are avid a Apple fans that want to get that Apple car, right? Whatever 100%. it looks like. Yeah. Apple has, you know, still the majority of revenue comes from iPhone, but they're really going towards services. Yeah. So they're not really a hardware company. So. Yeah. And uh, they've done an amazing job in reinventing themselves. So that's uh, after hours uh, trading for Amazon. What about uh, the, the bigger, the other big one was Snap. That uh, yeah. you know, again on a, uh, on a daily chart, it was really, really beaten up. And as you see again, from uh, the numbers that I see from $24 all the way up to $40. Holy. Yeah. That's just unbelievable. And uh, you know, again, Snap was really, really beaten up. You know, on a, on a week, even on a weekly, it was really, really beaten up. Yeah. And now it's coming back up. You so. think we're gonna get a reversal going into next week? This momentum is gonna continue. I don't know. I mean, I I really don't know. I mean, that goes into the uh, thing that uh, you mentioned that what's going on. The Ben Carlson tweeted that what's going on in the market. S&P 500 is down. Like, actually, we can we can go we can go to our uh, terminal. This is something that we're building for people. So. Uh, f from for one year, you can actually see the numbers here. The spy is up 14%, or year to date, if you want to say. Um, the spy is down 6%, Dow Jones 4%, uh, Qs are 11%, and IWM 12% down. Oh, man. And from the, if you look at one year from today, IWM is down 10%, which is the growth of stock. Qs up 4%, Dow and SPY, they're really close to each other, always 12%. Mm. Uh, so that begs the question that Adi, you mentioned that S&P 500 in a minor connection. NASDAQ is in the full correction territory. If you want a small caps like me, you are in the bear market, really, from the highs. And uh, if you want Facebook, it's, <laughs> it's the crash of 1987. Yeah. It's the crash yeah. of 1987. Yeah, the COVID crash. If you crash. own crypto crash, and uh, if you own hyper growth stocks like Peton, Kathy Wood. Kathy <laughs> Wood, yeah. Yeah, I know that's uh, that's a really, really good point. Uh, uh, so another thing. Spotify is earning. Spotify earning. Yeah. How, the, what, is it already announced? How yeah. was that? Yeah, they, I, that I was, traded it this morning. Yeah, that too. was today. Um, or that was uh, yes, that was yeah, yeah, last night. Yeah. Spotify came out. Um, so fourteen percent down right now. Yeah. I think, you know, they, they, they sold off quite a bit. They did kind of come back um, in the after hours. Um, I, I looked at it as a possible day trade today. I didn't really, I didn't really like the way it was moving, so I passed on it. But do you trade it maybe? Yeah, I had an option play on it. Oh, okay. So the, I think the expected move was around 7%, uh, 8%. Yeah. And I said, I'll, I'll take my chances because too many controversies with Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. And I said, there's going to be some surprises. So I did a like a direction less play. Yeah. So bought a call, bought a put. Okay. Uh, and then the put obviously went into money and yeah. made some nice profit. Nice. So your call expired worthless, the but you made it made up for it with a put. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very very nice doji they have. 
uh, another one that's uh, so. What, what's, what was this part about the Jew? Uh, uh, Jew? Um, well, I think it, it, there's some concerns. He had he had a podcast, and you know, and I think there was some. You know, he was talking about the the Kroll coronavirus thing, and there was a lot of stuff that he put out there that you know I don't think was entirely accurate. Um, so, uh, but Jew, he was not a COVID. Denial, was yeah, he? he was. Yeah, he, he was. Sorry, he's, yeah, because at the of. beginning of the pandemic, I remember I was, he brought a couple of scientists and he talked with them about, you know, and but I didn't watch the later, uh, later ones. So, yeah, I think he put out a lot of sort of controversial, he had some controversial things about um, COVID that weren't particularly people, most people thought weren't particularly accurate. A bit of misinformation, a lot of misinformation. And so, yeah, some of the artists that he uh, that were on Spotify. Took issue with it and pulled their um, pulled their support, I guess, or pulled their music off. So that's kind of where it's all sitting right now. But is he still uh, with the Spotify? Well, deal? I think yeah, I think yeah, Spotify's kind of backtracked on stuff, and they agreed to put up um, some things about uh, you know um, possible. I don't know how they word it, but possible misinformation or some things aren't accurate. You know, so I guess they're trying to address the issue. But, you know, it's, a, it's an issue that every social media platform seems to be struggling with, including Facebook and, you know, Twitter and every, everything else. It's, uh, except for Snap. Of, yeah, it's, it's the, for teenagers. Apparently, except for Snap. It's just pictures. New <laughs> <laughs> pictures. Yeah. And in their, in their earning, uh, Adi, you mentioned that the lack of transparency from the management, uh, no annual guidance, no quarterly metric range, nothing. Yeah, I mean, the market, if you're a growth stocks, you're not profitable yet and you're not hitting your growth metrics, metrics or you're not yeah. putting proper guidance out you're getting destroyed yeah. so no no patience right now especially because there's uncertainty we don't know where the 10 year is going to be a year from now so you know these discounting cash flow thing every, everyone's people are not sure so yeah so from high of 385 dollars all the way down to 164 definitely i think they're back into pre-pandemic time so Definitely, yeah, definitely, there's a big issue here. Uh, be a user, answer. don't be a smart <laughs> investor. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Look at that head and shoulders. But I guess these guys eventually get into the same problem that, uh, you know, there's only a certain number of people on this planet that they have access to internet and, you yeah. know, recurring a subscription. And yeah. so, that, that freemium, premium model is also terrible, too. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah, what else do we have on the list to chat? Uh, well, let's see. Jim Cramer. Oh, Jim, I love Jim. I actually met him in Nizi. You have a picture with him. I have a picture with him. I love this guy. Yeah, yeah, we should put the picture on uh, later. And uh, Jim Cramer is famous uh, in Twitter that uh, he's always wrong. So if you have an index that do, does the opposite of uh, Jim Cramer, <laughs> you know, you're going to be thinking all the markets. Uh, so Adi put this one, the CEOs, when the Jim Cramer says he likes their stock. Yeah. Says, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, last Friday, I, was, I was, uh, went to his uh, channel, and then he said that, you know, the, the run that we had on Friday, he said that, uh, you know, it's like 1990s bear markets. You know, we always have the great, uh, strong... Yeah, uh, a bull uh, market in the... A bull run in the middle of a bear market, yeah. And, then, and the comments were really funny. The Wall Street bet says, let's fucking go. Now, whoever <laughs> said the uh, bear market, yeah. it's going to be a bull market. Yeah. So. And uh, the, one of the famous ones that he has is, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, he was defending... Uh, 
Uh, what was the investment bank that went bankrupt? Bear Stearns. Oh, Bear Stearns. Yeah. So he was yeah. saying that it has no problem, and then they went down three days after that. So, yeah. uh, so it was yeah, really got, funny. Yeah. Didn't got that one wrong. He, he got a hot, he, it's a hard job. He has to yeah. come on the show every day. Yeah, and, and come up with, uh, yeah. Who knows? And I mean, I've seen some of his, his um, you know, his recommendations, and some of them are, some of them are work, you yeah. know? I mean, you can't be always wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's a tough, you know, it's a tough job to come out there and put your, put your, um, your calls out there, and you know. Yeah, I mean, even even in the chat room, right? We call, we are, every time I'm calling out a trade, I, I there's pressure on me because what if people yeah. follow me and they yeah. lose money, right? It's yeah. Just, oh yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a tough job. I feel bad for him. He's not the butt of all jokes. So. Well, yeah. But you know that's uh, you know I'm sure he's used to the abuse he get. I mean anybody who's in the public eye is is getting abuse on Twitter no matter no matter who you are, whether you're Taylor Swift or Jim Cramer. Yeah, and especially you know a lot of people don't know what's going to happen. You know that's that's the thing. Who would have expected what that happens to Meta? I mean, or yeah. Amazon? Or yeah. Google. Well, Google you know, <clears throat> well, all the, you know a lot of people were wrong on that trade. You know the, and uh, so yeah. He wasn't the only one if he was thinking it was going to work out okay. So. <clears throat> yeah, no one knows. Except one thing we know for sure. Tesla is going to 900. Yeah. Tesla is at 900. I told you. I told you. As long as it doesn't go over 1,000 tomorrow, my. Why? Because you have a put so you sold some calls. I have sold some calls up at 1,000. You know. These options are very, very interesting. I'm not much of an option trader. I already hedged my position on TNA with options, but we had a member that is really happy. Can I can I say that? that uh, not without name, but yeah, that he made six grand, seven grand on, on a trade on Amazon, yeah? Uh, he made six figures, I think, so 100,000 or something. Over 100,000. Uh, yeah, that's true. To his defense, though, he's doing he was doing directionless trades, so... He was basically betting on volatility, and he one had, way or another, yeah. yeah. And he he was using like Excel to calculate volatility, so it wasn't really, you know. So how do you do that? So what kind of strangles or? So strangles. He was doing strangles. So out of the money calls, out of the money put. His thesis was VIX is elevated, volatility is up already. So I know we're gonna move above, one way, uh, one or way the other. above the range, yeah. whatever it is. So he, and it was a it was a smart bet. He made a lot of money, yeah. Yeah, you I mean, have this information in the education center for all of these options. Yeah, trading. Tons. So subscribers and YouTube viewers, uh, you can go to our education center. Ardin have all of this education there in, with PowerPoint, with examples, live trades. So I highly recommend people to check that out. The, yeah, the worst case scenario in, in doing a trade like that is is you get you know, sort of a muted response to earnings. You don't you don't get any move one way or another. So you know. Tesla comes out, is trading at 900 and it comes out with their earnings and you know they move like ten dollars which is what actually I think what yeah, actually did. Yeah. so I mean if you'd have bet you know taken a, a, a long put and a long call really out of the money you would have been you know you, then you would have you been screwed yeah because yeah, because uh, both of those um, those options would expire worthless, worthless if yeah. if you didn't get any move so that is the the risk in taking a trade like that want to go I, again uh, for a lot of our traders we're building a terminal that uh, uh, 
we have a lot of these informations that we discuss in there, like for example, the normalized market performance that we discussed like in the last three months, what happened into you know the sectors, IWM was down 15%, bounces back. The sector performance today, Communication services lost seven percent. That yeah. sector was got, and that's a and because and Facebook is a is a very large holding in that specific, particular ETF. I can't remember what percentage it is, but it's uh, Facebook. I think Google's, Google's in there in too. There, yeah. yeah, yeah. So for from the last week, I mean, technology. I mean, obviously we bounced the start. The bounce started from Friday. Technology was very strong. Real estate, all the way down to material and uh, communication services. Uh, for the last month, the only thing that was strong was energy. Yeah. It's probably because of uh, Ukraine, Russia, and also the... I think, uh, yeah, I, th I think it's supply issues, and um, I mean, it's just uh, energy just had a, a really good run, um, partly uh, maybe inflation-driven, too. Um, but yeah, so the last and, three and months, energy again, Energy's been great. Everything else in the last three months were really down, including communication services and consumer discretionary. Year to date, energy is the only one that is up. And in the last year, energy, again, when you look at it, energy and financials were strong. Financials because of interest rate, huh? Yeah. So you had the banks. It was interesting. You had the banks, but the, and, and, and then you had the sell-off in the whole market. And then, you know, the banks, everything sold off. But now financials has, has really started to bounce back now. Um, which, which was a nice, uh, a nice reverse. I kind of thought it was going to come back just because, you know, because interest rates are, are going up and financials always do well in an in a rising interest rate environment. And uh, so the earning calendar, so we had really, really amazing names uh, this week. Again, this is for part of Bearable Terminal that we're going to launch soon officially. It's still in a, uh, you know, debugging mode in production. So we had all of these big names. Tomorrow, we're going to have a couple of more names. And next week, uh, <clears throat> busy, busy week next week too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Mo yeah. Most, mostly utilities, Coke, Pepsi. <clears throat> yeah, there's a, quite a few. There's yeah. Uber. Yeah, yeah there, we have Uber here yeah. trading, CVS, Pfizer is reporting. Chipotle. Uh, Coin yeah. is reporting too. That's interesting. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, yeah. interesting ones. So later when we launch the terminal, you can actually see it's before you know market open or after market open, and then we, we're going to add uh, more information in there as well. So. Uh, definitely very, very uh, exciting to see that. So, so yeah, uh, stay tuned for that, guys. And, uh, you know, we probably changed the, uh, you know, the domain as well to Trading Terminal. Yeah, wow. So when do you think we'll have that out? Do you have a, an I idea? I think uh, probably in two weeks. Uh, Leo, when, when can we have Verbal Trader uh, Terminal out? Developers Nothing like putting them on the spot. Probably two weeks. Okay, two weeks. He said the same thing two weeks ago. So hopefully, yeah, by look for it by the end of January for sure. February, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. But you know, this is going to be a work in progress. We're going to add so many tabs in there, and you know, we already have the you know all the fundamentals data in there, and then we're going to have the information about the ETFs and everything, all analyst recommendations. So every information that you might need as a retail trader. Our motto is a professional tool for retail traders. So we're going to have all of this stuff here. So it will be exciting to really go through that. Uh, one section that we had, and it was really you know, interesting, Ask a Trader. Yeah. And uh, for the people who are actually uh, watching this, uh, uh, we want to have this more regularly. I mean, this after hours with traders, but we might actually have more live streaming or more, more during the day as well. So tell us what you think. Tell us what you want. 
and we are we just want to increase our uh, you know production on that because I'm really enjoying it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. So ask a trader. So Yin Yang is asking, Andrew, I used to do stocks, but now I'm switched into the options. Do you mind dropping a link where I can enhance my learning? Please, Adi probably has some live videos. Yes. Uh, so Yin Yang, options are very powerful. If the question is from me, uh, in our education center, we have an option course that Adi has completely developed from the basics that what is called and puts all the way up to, you know, sophisticated strategies, a straddle, strangle, and day trading. And of, uh, and of course, if you are part of the chat room, Brian trades options live. Ardi has sessions uh, during the week that trades live. And Jared has tons of uh, information about the thing. Yeah, my new book is going to have, uh, it's got a couple of chapters in options, which are, which is basically, uh, yeah, well, there's, there, there's old my, my old book. Trade, yeah, yeah. My, but I've got a, my new book coming out probably in a couple months. And I, I've thrown a few chapters in there on options. They're, they're kind of, the, you know, it's just basic stuff. But uh, you know, in some some very sort of more simple strategies, it's not it's not entirely intended to give you the the whole story, but at least uh, a good flavor and a, and you know a way to start trading options. So awesome, yeah. yeah. So this this is the book How to Swing Trade by Brian. It's a bestseller. So guys, if you want to know about the swing trading and the strategies that Brian is using on Amazon, you know, advertisement. Yep. Thank we you. We also appreciate the comments or review on our Amazon. It means a lot. Adi has a book. Uh, do I have it here, Adi? Yeah, yeah, it should be. Right yeah. Side. Oh yeah, Adi has a book here. Uh, you know, Stock Market, A Beginner's Guide to Investing and Trading. And uh, uh, of course, I have my own book as well, which... Hey, can you show the progress you made on your book from the yeah, earlier version? Yeah, so the first, uh, so the first one, the first version was even smaller than this. The, yeah. This is the third edition. The first one was actually smaller than. But I, as I learned more and I became a better trader, I added more example and now, this is just the, this is the latest version. That's crazy. That's yeah. thicker, and hopefully, yeah. Ad is gonna update that as well. And of course, we just published the Korean one. This is the same <laughs> nice. book, How to Day Trade for a Living, but in the Korean uh, language. So it's already translated in 13 languages. So, oh, cool. You know, it's just, uh, they did that. They sent me a couple of copies, but that was nice of them. Yeah. But again, that's uh, advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all you Korean traders. <laughs> Korean <laughs> traders. <laughs> <laughs> Korean families. Yeah. 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 Squid game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Robert is asking a question for Brian. Do you prefer UVXY over VIX to, to gauge shorter term uh, okay. market volatility? Yeah. Um, yeah, we were talking about this. I mean, both of them sort of measure the same thing. I think UVXY is a little bit more blended for longer and shorter term but in in turn but and UVXY also is uh, I believe is a is a beta ETF so um, it's going to it's going to react more so if you're really watch wanting to watch you know the nuances of what's going on in the market you, you know it's like it's like watching with a bit of a magnifying glass so I think I prefer to watch UVXY it's fairly liquid so that I don't have to worry about the thing jumping around um, you know, minute to minute, it's it's it is fairly liquid. So that's the that's the one I prefer to watch. John McKenzie is asking. I struggle. Uh, I struggle with picking time and sticking to a time frame intraday, from one minute to three minute to five minute to fifteen minutes. Uh, what should I do? Should I use three minutes and or should I just have multiple time frame? Uh, I don't. Know, what do you think? Three minutes. I've never seen anyone use it three minutes. No, it's usually one minute or two minute for your entries. And then five and fifteen for um, for trends, you know. People and, and usually, you know, it, for you and I who like to trade right at the open, 
I mean, there's, there isn't a whole lot of information in a 5 and 15 other than the pre-market stuff, and, and that can be a little bit um, distortive. So, um, yeah, I That's mean, I, point, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, actually to, into the mentorship session today, which I recorded that, uh, we discussed about that. You need multiple time frame. That's that, the answer to that is 100%. I would use two five-minute candlesticks to get the direction of the trend, as yep. you mentioned. So it's more like a stra overall strategy. And then we have, I have one minute, which is more tactical time frame that try to you know, pinpoint my entries and exits as a scalper. Um, it can be, I know Brian is using two minutes yep. uh, and five minutes. Amen, who's trading all day and catches more uh, longer, longer frame, they, he uses 15 minutes and five minutes. Right. Which is totally good because in the longer time frame, you actually see the overall direction. So that's a very good question. It's up to you. But what you should do, in my opinion, is stick to it and don't change it. There's yeah. no magic time frame. You just have to, if you start with two and five or one and five or five or 15, just stick to it and develop your skill and trade book based on that. Don't just jump around. There is no magic time frame. Yeah. What, what's your time frame, Ali? <clears throat> I use five minute, one minute, and then daily. Because most of my trades are weekly options. Yeah, yeah. So I care about what's happening throughout the day uh, over a week. Yeah. Question for Ardi from Amir. I've been following Tesla and NVIDIA for a while now. And both are way off their 1200 and 350 all-time high price. So they're far from their all-time price. Um, do they see more room to fall or upside? Especially Tesla breakdown from a psychological support point of 1,000 and NVIDIA has almost been cut into half. They were hyped as stocks too similar to Piton and Square, but are much more solid fundamentals. What's your? So the question is, Tesla and uh, NVIDIA, are they going to go down? Or? We know the answer for Tesla. Tesla's 900. <laughs> <laughs> For those of yeah. you who don't know the joke, uh, Brian is always in the chat, says that. Um, hey, he's at 900. Yeah, he's actually 900. 900. I, I told you. <laughs> so yeah. one thing is, uh, the, the question is, just because they've dropped a lot from the highs, that doesn't mean that they cannot go lower. Yeah. Or that doesn't mean that they cannot bounce. And that's obviously one thing. That's, that's a good part about traders are, is that... Uh, you know, you actually, you know, look at the price action and whatever the chart says, that's going to happen. You know, this NVIDIA can easily go up, make another all-time high, or like PayPal, which got destroyed, can go down. So we really yeah. shouldn't have the bias confirmation. I think, I don't know, I mean, what, what do you I think? think uh, you know, I think, you know, t Tesla and, and NVIDIA, both, you know, obviously both really good companies. They're, you know, they're generating cash and uh, lots of, you know, lots of good stuff coming down the pipe. Although I have to wonder about, you know, Elon's latest project with the robots. That's kind of, yeah. <laughs> he dropped the Cybertruck for robots, apparently. But I think, you know, a lot of these stocks have really sold off just because they've been selling off because the market's been selling off and, you know, people have been taking profits. So, you know, it, it's hard to read into how much this whole sell-off has been correlated to just market sell-off versus, you know, versus what the value was. The perceived value yesterday is different than the perceived value is today because of the, you know, because the whole market um, um, evalu evaluation has dropped. So, you know, how far can they go down? Uh, you know, I mean, how far can the market drop from here? I think that's, you know, they're just going to get dragged down with the rest of the market. One thing, one thing I'll just add to that too, Amir's question is, it depends on your time frame. 
if you that market that every pullback is being bought back up and you can swing them really easily and make some easy money that market is over we're in a new market if you have a five-year ten-year time frame then these prices might be really cheap but who knows right yeah. so the time yeah. frame is important but if you're swinging it for a week don't buy pullbacks because you think it's going to go back up that this is a totally different market than 2020 2021 yeah that's a good point yeah. the market internal has changed pullbacks are not, not being bought, being back, bought back, back, back up yeah i mean we were just talking about paypal i mean how it just uh you know it's pulled back a lot and, and if you kept buying pullbacks i mean you're you know you're just getting hurt over and over and over, over and so. over again yeah yeah paypal is essentially back to uh, previous uh, to $120, $126 per share. So yeah, yeah it's uh, Just, back in the pre-pandemic high. Yeah, it filled that gap. Yeah, it's very, very unfortunate for yeah. a company that was a pioneer in uh, uh, online transactions, and now yeah. it's happened to that. Yeah, it's okay. it's crazy. Hey, when will Ardi post the video? Would be awesome to see how you trade options. Soon. So Ardi has a lot of videos in our education center at Bearable Traders. Yeah, and uh, you have uh, two, three uh, hours per week. In the chat. In the chat from trading live, sharing a screen and everything. So if you are a member, that's it. But if you are not a member, Adi is going to soon post more videos. Actually, we, he wants to increase his production more for the channel. So we're looking forward to that. Gurav is asking, I've been wondering how experienced traders make the right trades at the market open. I think 9.30 to 40 a.m. are the riskiest and unpredictable. Please advise how to predict upside. So <clears throat> 9.30 to 9.40 are the most volatile time, that's for sure. But uh, predictability, I don't, I, I disagree that, you know, you can find actually good patterns that are very consistent. They are riskier, but in terms that they're more difficult to manage the risk. So you can reduce your share size and, you know, make sure that if the trend, trade goes against you really fast because of the nature of the volatility, so you don't lose a lot. So definitely reduce the share size. But uh, if you wait usually for three, four, five minutes, I mean, definitely not more than two minutes. That's why Brian is using two minutes. Usually um, the volatility, you know, comes down at the open the first two minutes. It's really volatile and you can have actually more consistent patterns. Yeah, there, there's a few things that I, I do prior to the open. You know, we're going through our gappers list and we're looking at different stocks that are moving. And, and I, I, I really make a point of sort of locking down my watch list and the couple of stocks I'm going to focus on about three to four minutes, even two minutes before the market open. So I'm really starting to get um, sort of hyper-focused on a couple stocks. And sometimes that, that initial couple minutes before the open will give you a you know, kind of an idea of what's going to happen when the market opens. Like, I think I'm, I mentioned that this week with uh, one stock. It might have been JD, but it, it just, it, it was sort of holding. And then, um, and then it, just a couple minutes before the open, so that you could start to see the selling pick up. And I thought, okay, this is going to be weak from the get-go. And so that's, you know, and I shorted JD and that was, you know, and, and, and it worked out really well. But yeah, you have to be careful when you've got a stock market that's really gapping up strong or, or gapping down strong in the morning, you've got to be a little bit more cautious about jumping into a trade because you know the volatility is going to be higher. You know, you might get initial moves that'll turn and reverse on you. So you kind of have to, you kind of have to judge that too and decide, okay, this is a, a market today that I'm, you know, I'm maybe going to sit on my hands for a minute. Well, I know. Yeah. 
Market is not going anywhere. No, market is not going anywhere, definitely. So today, Facebook in the pre-market, as you see, was really selling off. So stock was gapping down, and in the pre-market, they had the VWAP as well. It was way below the VWAP. So, and then just a few minutes before yeah. the open, as Brian mentioned, yeah. you know, you look at it, it drops. So, you know, the weakness is in the nature of this stock. So it kind of gives you an idea what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, yes, there is good, really good volatility in the first few, yeah. you know, three minutes and then eventually sold off, which we got that short together. See, and that's, a, and that's like a classic rising devil trade. So you get the open. Uh, you get a little bit of, you know, people that have gotten short maybe in the pre-market. Uh, maybe a few bargain hunters jump in. Um, they drive the stock price up, uh, and usually right away, you know, in a stock that's that's weak like that, eventually the sellers just overwhelm the buyers and uh, and just drive the stock lower. And that's that's a classic um, rising devil trade that we we talk about in the in the in the room. We had so many other stuff to discuss, like Arc and so many memes, but uh, unfortunately, we just don't have a lot of time. We can make a guess about what's going to happen tomorrow. We obviously have uh, have some really good earnings after hours here, and so I think you know obviously the market's going to be up again tomorrow. It's just crazy, and markets up, markets down, yeah. uh, markets up again. So uh, yeah, and it's going to continue. I'm sure next week we're going to see more volatility, and it's going to be uh, interesting. Lots of option trading opportunities. Yes, you know, yeah. <laughs> the futures are up, so it implies yeah. a you know green uh, uh, open, open tomorrow for, sure, for all yeah. the sectors. Obviously, Amazon gave another blood yeah. uh, to to the, market, to the market. That no, yeah. the, the the world hasn't isn't ending. No, you know that you yet. can have yeah, yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so thank you so much, guys. So don't forget to subscribe, comment, and like our videos because uh, you know we you know that's that's how our, you know our channel will grow. Thank you so much for your support. Let us know what you think. Let us know what kind of discussions you, you, you want to see more. We want to have more of these discussions more frequently. Maybe during the market open, look at the charts. Not at the recap, you know, after the trading that Brian and I are having, you know, we come and sit down together and have more. So yeah, help us to expand this uh, channel and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to really uh, creating more materials for you. And uh, stay tuned for our uh, uh, bearable terminal. Yeah, looking forward to having to seeing that and being able to use it. I think it's going to be a very powerful tool. All right, excited. Let's go. Thank you yep. so much, guys. Thank you, everybody. Awesome.